Hey everyone, um, first off, I want to apologize for taking such a long break in between uh, my podcast here. Um, there's been a lot going on, which I'm hoping to do an update soon as to what's going on in my life and maybe even let you know <laughs> a little bit of why I haven't been um, as active over the past couple weeks. Um, and a lot of, a lot of moving parts and pieces, um, to my personal life, um, but I did get an opportunity to speak with Matt and bring you another episode, um, and discussion and updates with Matt and his story, um, and I would like to get that to you now, so enjoy, thank you everyone, thank you everyone. But I think I think your story is is very unique in a lot of ways, you know, and I feel like you can kind of like speak to things that, you know, other other, you know, people I don't, I don't know, I feel like you might be able to relate to other people that are going through things, you know, on a different level than um, I mean, I don't have I don't have someone that's physically abusive to my children, you know, um, at least to my knowledge, you know and you know and the legal the legal back and forth that you've gone through is just insane oh my god um it is it is insane um and it's getting more insane in just that he is going through um a roller coaster of rage and acting somewhat normal back to rage Mm. sometimes i i know why that's happening right because something the parent coordinator said or something didn't go his way but sometimes i have no idea what it is that set him off right and it could just be you know he's going through whatever in his own life that you are unaware of or like him and his new partner could be going through shit and all of a sudden you're you're getting the brunt of it right and then recently um last weekend both my kids told me they don't like him yeah and that was a weird conversation like i didn't expect that just kind of came out yeah um, because my one son was um kept mentioning him in that he wasn't here you know so and so not here and i finally said do you want him here do you want to talk to him you know yeah i could send him a message and he, he just flat out said, no, I don't like him. Yeah. And then I was like, why would you say that? And his brother goes, I don't like him either. It, you know, and it's like, what, you know, and then. Um, and there's not much you can do about that. No. Other than just be there for them and, you know, comfort them and, and try to right. like, you know let them feel validated in their feelings you know <laughs> right right and then um this morning because i have them over the weekend and monday morning they they and i was i take them to uh preschool and to my son's therapy the other one's therapy and um both of them wanted to stay just flat out yeah you know and they both like what they go to right and they wanted to stay with you right you know which i think is is comforting i think it's validating i think it's like you're you're doing the right thing clearly you're on the right path like right i mean and i think in the long run as time moves on um you know they're gonna you're gonna be their their rock you know (laughs) right which is which is good um it's just how much damage is going to be caused in the meantime that's that's what i i worry about and the one that's in therapy had a flawless perfect session last thursday spends wednesday night with me and then friday was really bad um thursday with my ex we don't know why he fell asleep in preschool that afternoon we don't Mm -hmm. know why he napped here fine right Um, 
and then um, over the weekend, he had a he had a period Saturday afternoon through about to Sunday afternoon that was just brutal. Like his brother, if we're watching videos, I'll let them each trade off, right? Right. Like you, like YouTube or something, or right? Yeah. You know, what do you want? You choose, then you choose back and forth. Fair. And usually they like whatever the other one chooses. It might not be the one they would have chosen at that moment, but they like similar things. Right, right. It's not like they're disinterested or bored. Right. And if it wasn't his choice, he was just literally throwing himself on the floor and having a tantrum. And it's like, there's something going on. That's not what he does. And, you know, um, and then this morning he was fine. He he handled the not staying and he was fine up until um, the provider came out for therapy to get him. And he even said that he was waiting for her. Like everything was fine. Yeah. And then he, he always hugs me before he goes, which is great, but he wouldn't let go. Mm. He wouldn't let go. And she had to just take him and he's screaming and then um he likes to watch me drive off through the window and i am um, turned around to wave and he, he's on the floor screaming and that didn't happened. even didn't even see you right and had a pretty bad session um again i i pick him up and we i give him lunch and his nap here he didn't want to go to preschool yeah he wanted to stay here so, so. Where are you as far as the legal side of things go? Like since we last talked, like since the last time you were on, you know. So, um, much to my lawyer's surprise, I was found in contempt um, because the um, the commissioner had never had us before, and when you whoever files gets the final filing, that makes you got it. In court. Okay, sorry, go ahead. In in court, whoever files a motion gets to reply last. Okay. So they get they 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 submit their declarative statement with their motion. Then the other party reply gives a response. And then the person who put the motion forward has an opportunity to reply to the response. Right. And his replies are full of straight out lies. So and how are you? Yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, ahead. go ahead. I'm sure you're getting there, go ahead. <laughs> you know, in a lot of times, the exhibits he even uses for the lies, he's lying about the exhibits he submitted. Like, like you could, like I've had the, the opposite happen with him where I'm the one who- Like what exhibits is he submitting? He'll submit a message and then characterize it that doesn't say what it says. Like a message from you? So like, for example, the parent, our parent coordinator um, never ordered me to, um, to follow him with the tax forms. She said, if, if he's telling the truth, which I asked him for who he was talking to because he doesn't tell the truth. Right. It, and she um, never, ever said, you must do this. She also said, you know, the process Matt's doing is okay. Like he's doing what he's supposed to do. Right. And he submits all the messages, takes a sentence. And if the commissioner isn't reading everything, he's mischaracterizing it. Right. Literally. And so he also lied that... Um, he wouldn't have got the tax forms if, if he hadn't filed contempt. But what happened was I gave him the tax forms and the next day I was served. I didn't know that he was filing contempt. Right. I wasn't compelled. I did everything literally the day that I got the, the approval from the IRS, I sent it to him. Yeah. And so there was that issue. The other issue was are, and are you were found, but you were found in contempt. Found in contempt. And the other issue was the kids being sick back in late October. 
and having to take COVID tests because of their symptoms. Well, one got sick ahead of the other. And so he only submitted the medical records for the one that got sick first. Yeah. Because he was in better condition at the doctor's appointment. He left out the other one's records. Right. That showed him, you know, with a fever still. Yeah. And so in our filing, it pointed that out and said, here's the missing records. Right. Clearly there was, this is a day and a half later. Clearly they were not in good shape the day before. Right. Yeah. In his reply, he just says it's not true. And he doesn't give any information. And so if you have someone who doesn't know anything about us, right? They believed him. And my, my lawyer was shocked. Yeah. And so he didn't actually get into it with her on the medical records because he tried with the taxes first because he thought that was the, the easier one. Right. So he still like this. You're, you're, you're saying he's in contempt because he had to be compelled, but he did it on his own. He didn't know that he was being served contempt. How could he? Yeah. Like 18 hours later, he goes, you know, um, he goes, my ex could have stopped him from being served. He didn't have to go through with it. And she said, she says as her answer, she said, well, he should have gotten everything taken care of before he filed for contempt. And my lawyer pushed back and said, how could he know that was happening? And right. he did it the same day he got the approval. Right. He, he can't do it ahead of the approval. Right. And, and she just wouldn't admit the mistake. He called me. I'm not, it, it wasn't even 30 seconds after the hearing ended. And he calls me up. He goes, "I this this will get reversed." He goes, "This is so wrong." And your lawyer, you're saying, yeah. And okay. he doesn't he doesn't usually confidently say anything like that, right? Right. And, and I go, I found it odd. He goes, "Oh, she has a reputation for this." Hmm. And I was like, "She does." I don't know her. I've never seen her before, or, right. or had hearing with her before. So there is a revision hearing on July 2nd. Now, what happened there was my lawyer, what the, and he goes, one of the reasons the revision should succeed is that you, it's not a bombardment of information. You're only appealing based on what she ruled on. Right. So all the rest of it doesn't matter yeah. because you're saying that the ruling is incorrect. So it's like a two page document basically. Yeah. Pointing out the correct information. And he sent it in and in that case, first, you don't do anything else. You wait for what the judge says. If the judge says, I need a hearing, you schedule a hearing. Right. Actually, my ex isn't supposed to send anything. It has nothing to do with him. Yeah. Based on her ruling. Right. There's, he can't argue that it doesn't matter. Unless the judge asked my ex to submit something, he's not supposed to. Well, a week after the revision was, was filed, my ex filed anyway with a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> and then it's, it is. And then a, and, and my lawyer's, I think, going to have it thrown out or asked to be disregarded because of right. that. Right, right. The judge then scheduled a here asked for a hearing to be scheduled. So the hearing is scheduled for July 2nd. Um, we'll see what happens there. My ex is very angry about that, which again, doesn't make a lot of sense. If the judge reverses it, he doesn't look bad because one judge agreed. Right. Had he lost the hearing originally, he would have looked bad. Yeah. So why does he care? Exactly. He's vindictive and right. take losing. Everything's so, a competition. Right. Everything's a competition. So he went back and forth with me vaguely at first um, around Memorial Day because he 
on the day before Memorial Day says, sends me a message, you're off tomorrow. Do you want, do you want the kids to late afternoon? And I'm like, I have things to do tomorrow. Right. Had I known sooner. Yeah. I would have loved to spend more time with the boys. Yep. But yeah, I had, I had, uh, you know, similar things happening to me about, you know, just, just time, just controlling your time and trying to find different ways to like weasel, you know, more time. Um, yeah, I've, I've had similar things happening to me lately. It's, 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 it's awful. You know, I wanted really bad for the time frame to be 5 PM for drop off for my kids on Saturday. So have them Thursday through Saturday, pick them up Thursday morning, have them through Saturday at 5 PM. She fought so hard. We went back and forth, revising, revising, revising the agreement to where she got them at noon um, on Saturday. Um, and then she wanted all these other revisions in place to where if, if for some reason I was more than 20 minutes late to pick up, oh, that geez. I would forfeit my time with them, um, which I'm never late. So I wasn't really worried about that, you know, unless there was a good excuse, which, you know, if like I got in a car accident or pulled over or something, you know, which, which I'm never late. I mean, you know, I might be two or three minutes late ever. Um, the funny thing is she's always late, you know, consistently. Oh, yeah. She's, she's consistently been late. He does the same thing. Yeah. And the same exact thing. Yeah. But she wants no checks and balances on her stuff. Um, But she wants to give me all these, these rules and regulations of what I can and can't do, you know? So, um, I mean, the, the last four weeks, every single week, it seems like she's like, Hey, do you want them longer? Hey, do you want them longer? Hey, Hey, do you want, you know? And then it's kind of like, well, you know, and then it's kind of like you, you dangle it in front of somebody like, well, I thought you would want to spend more time with your kids type attitude, right. you know, um, trying to make you feel guilty, you know, right. and using the children to do so. And it's like, no, I plan my time accordingly and I have to set these boundaries, you know. Right. And that's what I was like. I was like, you know, I, I transport my one son three times a day during the week and I have them on the weekend. Yeah. Memorial Day was like the first time in like nine months that I was going to have a day to get things done. Right, right. It it was like, I have plans. I had appointments to do, like, just wasn't going to happen. And then he, he was like, um, sending me vague messages, you know, you can't change the past, but you can change now. And I'm like, what, what does that mean? Is that a fortune cookie? Like, (laughs) right. I was like, I go, what are you talking about? I don't understand. (laughs) Like, can you be more specific? Right. If you're requesting something of me, I kind of know what it is. And, and he said, he said, um, he, he didn't answer that. And then he, asked me a couple we went back and forth with a couple other things and then he got angry because I asked him what video the kids were describing and he's like that's not critical and I'm like our our parenting plan is to co-parent has nothing to do with the critic what is deemed critical and what is critical like what what does that even mean right yeah like and so I don't think you need to then he went back to a person. <laughs> and so then he went back to it again. And I said, I'm only going to say this one more time. If you want me to do something, you're going to have to tell me what that is. Right. I'm not going to play 20 questions. Yeah. And so he came back and he said, you should cancel your revision and take and take accountability and i go i replied back to him and i said if i cancel the revision you'll treat me better really yeah what does it matter to you yeah yeah there's, go, there's no treating you're not the one yeah. who's in right right and, he, and that into the conversation but it was just it was he's really angry about that but the odd thing is Finally, my petition got filed, which is asking for a psych evaluation. And that's not the one you're complaining about? Like, 
You're complaining about the revision. Yeah. You're not complaining about the psych evaluation. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, it asks for a psych evaluation to seriously change the residential schedule. Um, for me to have sole decision making on medical therapy and education, it's serious. Yeah. And his concern is <laughs> contempt for me. The only thing I can think of is that his his he wants to use contempt as a reason why things can't change. That's the only right. thing I can try to think of that that's his defense. Hmm. Um, I don't know, but um, I mean, what's the what's the end game? Like, I feel like I feel like there's so many things happening. You know, like what so, is it is it gonna end when you get full custody basically? Is that <laughs> um I I believe that is I, I'm not even sure then. I think what you have I think what what we're trying to do is reduce the amount of conflict that he can cause. Right. The courts are very unlikely unless a psych evaluation turns up something very serious yeah the court is very unlikely to cut off relationships with him yeah with three-year-olds it's just it's it's not the court does not want to make decisions like that for three-year-olds which so, is which is so frustrating I, I don't know maybe we talked about it before but just you know the the courts have you know they they put the parents right above the well-being of the children a lot of times in in some cases i think that's true um so the the what's going to happen so a couple things also his his child support failed so he put together a child support order that a on the custodial parent which means usually i mean like 99.9 percent .9 of the time the non-custodial parent pays the custodial parent. Correct. Correct. And he's asking for the reverse substantially, like thousands a month yeah. that yeah. I don't even have. Right. So, <laughs> um, well, that's going to get knocked out. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. You so know. it actually, he made a huge mistake because he, he filed, he wanted it to be heard in a hearing where you have five minutes to talk with contempt at the same time. But you can't do that with child support. It actually has to have full financial disclosures. It creates a case schedule to be decided on a trial date and within a few months. Right. Scheduled for the end of July. He was angry that the case schedule was created, accused my lawyer of going to a judge to have it done. Yeah. And it's like, no, you submitted a petition to the court and you generated it, not my lawyer. <laughs> oh my God. Right. So he then put a motion together to again try to get her quickly, but kind of in the wrong lane. Like, there's no such thing as a temporary change after divorce. Right. When the trial is within two to three months. Right. You have to prove exigent circumstances, meaning you basically are penniless. Yeah. He didn't submit a full financial disclosure. He claims to make $1,900 a month with $6,000 worth of expenses. And his documents he submitted doesn't explain how he's paying the other $4,000 a month he has. Yeah. Plus he co-owns a million dollar home with his mom. There's that too. Um, <laughs> and so... My was it his mom or his dad? Was his mom? His dad, there's something weird in it. His dad is public. Public records show his dad bought the home, but then transferred. Um, That's right. The deed rights to my ex and his mom, and then the original owner of the home transferred the title to them as co-owners months later. So there's something weird, and that will be asked for in discovery to figure it out but right. you know you're not penniless let's just yeah. put it that way yeah <laughs> and so 
the process yeah. was wrong and the judge could have just said refile right right Properly. this is not appropriate the judge didn't do that mm. so my lawyer's brief was maybe two pages long just notating all the laws where this fails including right. the fact that i'm the custodial parent my ex literally wrote a brief very long that said my lawyer was wrong and in that i am not the custodial parent and that the judge never said i was and that none of our court orders say that that he's actually the custodial parent hmm. i'm not joking our findings literally say i'm the custodial parent because i'm the proficient parent right and, and, and directed him to have parental guideline classes the, he's not the custodial parent right in any way and to literally claim my lawyer is wrong is just who's citing statutes and laws right just crazy so because of that the judge didn't just say this isn't how you file it said couldn't prove exigent circumstances missing tons of financial data and that i am the custodial parent and he currently pays me zero so he the judge went out of his way to undermine his complete child support request mm. so he's in trouble now because if he doesn't update his financials right to explain all the money you know and all that right and he, he doesn't it doesn't go anywhere so it's scheduled he had another hearing with the identical scheduled for may 28th and my lawyer asked him to strike it because he already received a denial and he didn't respond for a few days and so then my lawyer warned him if you do not respond i'll be forced to respond and i will be asking for all my fees and then he responded within minutes i'll strike the motion so I mean, so now, right now, this whole phase that you're going through, it's just like, there's so much back and forth and back and forth. Yes. Like, I've just never, I've never heard of anything Astral so intertwined. Word. And even, even like listening to other people's stories about narcissists and everything else, like mm -hmm. there's, there's so many like, you know, lines drawn, but like, you know, the contempt here and the contempt there and the, the you know, the, this and the, that, like, oh. where are you exactly in the process? Like you haven't even gotten through the financials. You haven't. Like, I so, mean, is there, is there divorce looming after this? Like, are we still trying to figure we out are visitation? We were divorced over a we year are ago. Divorced. Okay. We are divorced. So, He's trying to get the, the divorce orders changed. Okay. I'm trying to get the residential schedule changed. He's trying to actually get child support changed. So what, what was he trying to get changed on the divorce orders? So he also claimed in that crazy filing that the judge was wrong. Right but that the judge refused to listen to him and that there was no evidence that she just believed me. None of that's true. And no one's going to believe that. Right. I mean, you, you can't throw judges under the bus generally. Right. Um, <laughs> and get yeah, away. They all talk to each other. <laughs> right. right. They do. And um, he, um, so he, um, his, is supposed to be heard on July 28th, or at least a judge is supposed to read all the documents on the 28th. I don't right. think there's a moral argument. Currently, that would just fail because he hasn't given any further information. Yeah. And my guess is he's not going to because he obviously was keeping information out of the court. Right for obvious reasons that there's Correct. something he doesn't want us to know. So he's unlikely to do anything with it. Yeah. Um, my petition already stated that we wanted to wrap his with ours because we're also asking for child support. So in the current divorce order, the there was an alternate residential plan because my ex was going to move in with his boyfriend which is where he was served, by the way. Right. He couldn't find him home. Right. Um, and he said that, I know his boyfriend lives in Seattle. Well, 
because only Seattle was discussed at trial, it says Seattle, that also automatically triggered a change in child support because then I would basically have the kids yeah. every day, except for a couple weekends. And so he ended up moving a distance that is similar to what it would be to go to Seattle, but not Seattle and barely in the same school district. He played games. Gotcha. And so clearly what my lawyer asked for was that change to schedule that's already in the parenting plan. Yeah, yeah. So child support order is obviously going to be the same because that was already ordered by a judge. Right. So we have to have what's called an adequate cause hearing to see if we go to trial. Okay. So a judge has to see all the evidence and make a decision whether it's enough to go to trial because they don't like to change parenting plans significantly. Right. They just don't like to do that. So that has to be scheduled before September 2nd. And I believe it's going to be in July. And at that hearing, my lawyer will submit temporary orders to try to get things changed now and use a lot of what's been going on as the reason why it needs to change. Yeah. Um, he got I mean, how long, split. how long, like, I'm sure you've talked to your lawyer about this. Like, how long do you expect this to be going on? Like, what, d- does he give like a time frame of like, this is when we want this to end? Like, do you have any idea? So the trial date is April of 2022. If the temporary orders go into effect, things would change now. Okay. There would be a psych evaluation. And then the results of that would be determinative on what happens so they will um if the judge approves temporary orders it's highly unlikely that they will go back right okay it could be more restrictive based on what investigations bring out okay so so I just, I just can't imagine like, I mean, personally right now where I'm at, I mean, I think I, I think I'm at like, you know, 14, $15,000 in debt. Like, and I feel like you're just constantly like talking to your lawyer every day. Like, I can't even imagine like what you've racked up at this point. (laughs) A lot in March and April, primarily around what he was doing. It's been very quiet for the last couple of weeks. Okay. Um, he, he's caused more problems. Um, so we exchanged my one son who has therapy at the preschool of the other son three times a week when he has them overnight. Yeah. Like tomorrow morning. And my, my son's primary problem is transitions. Yep. Okay. And in fact, I had a meeting with his um, head therapist. Does he have a problem transitioning to you or is it more just transitioning back to him? He never has a problem transitioning to me. Right. Um, He has problems transitioning away from me. Right. Um, My lawyer, I mean, my, the therapist even mentioned that in a meeting we had last week um, that he's seen it. Like he's been there in the morning there's never there, there can be smoother transitions yeah at therapy in preschool um there's no such thing as um him not him having trouble transitioning away from me he also has transitions problems when you're just doing something different yeah so it's twofold um that's be heartbreaking i mean it's got to be so heartbreaking oh it, it it is i mean i you know, the, the school, the preschool in the afternoon must see the look on my face. Yeah. Because they turn around, they say, he'll be fine in a few minutes. He always is. Yeah. And, and I think to myself, you must see the look on my face. They must just be like. Yeah. You know, they're and, taking they are, away and, they, and they are, but at the same time, it's just, 
it's, it's I don't know. It's so hard. Like you know what they're what they're going through from the other parent. Like, and you know why these these reactions are so yes. strong. And yes. you know that you, you know, that's all they need is that that support, that comfort from you, you know, like ah. Uh. Oh my god. In in like the amount of hugs I give him that he's requesting. Right. Diaper changes, hugs. Yeah. Uh, Mealtime hugs. Yeah. Um, car seat before he goes in the car seat, hugs. Hug while he's in the car seat before I drive. <laughs> you know, oh, so good. Like that's I don't I don't know. It, it it feels good when you have them. I'm sure it just it's just fills you with joy, but it, it's it's so heartbreaking. I mean, my my kids, my younger it's, son it's, specifically it's, it's, is it's so overcompensating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my younger son, he, he, when he falls asleep, even he won't sleep in his own bed. He's got to be in the same bed with me and he's got to be touching me. Like if I move away for like a second, like it's like, he's like a heat seeking missile. Like he'll find the heat source and he's like on top of me, just cuddling and snuggling. And, you know, I mean, he's just getting to the point where he can go to the bathroom without having me be there. Like at least to go pee. You know, like if he goes number two, like he still wants me there, like because he's in there for too long. But if he's just going pee, like then he feels safe. But he wants me in every room. He'll hold my hand like, you know, dad, I, I need to go get food. And, the, you know, come with me. Come with me. I'm scared. Like he like needs me with him all the time. I don't know what exactly has happened. Um, I know that, you know, he's just there's there's some weird things that happen. Um, and I'm sure a lot of it is conditioning. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's hard. I, I know he's weird about blood too. Like, even if it's a TV show, that's like PG or something like that, or if he's watching a YouTube video, even if someone has like a scratch, if there's any actual, like, even if it's not a drop of blood, even if it's just, he sees red, you know, on a cartoon, you know, then it's like, he's like, oh, there's blood, there's blood, there's blood, you know, and he'll cover his eyes, you know, freak out. Like, he just can't do it. And I don't know where that's coming from other than like, you know, just conditioning and talking and talking and talking about how we don't watch violence and no violence and no violence and no violence, like on her end, like she's, because she's kind of like, you know, the, the, the weird, not the weird, but the, the other end of the spectrum with, with uh, just kind of like super overbearing and super controlling, but also kind of like wolf in sheep's clothing because she presents herself as this like, you know, gracious, humble, you know, free flowing spiritual person and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, kind of hides amongst people that are not about like the system and stuff, you know, like, and I I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I think that there's, there's definitely something going on with, with even just the, the, the blood, like just, it's a TV show. It's like, Oh, I, got hit in the nose i got a bloody nose and someone's holding a napkin and there's like a little bit of tiny drop of blood and he freaks out yeah so in i mean there's also what you don't know right and yeah so when people aren't transparent with you you don't know what to do yeah when you are seeing things and thing is you know the therapist said i asked the therapist i said is there anything other than the transitions really? Like, I don't see other than the transitions much difference between him and his brother. Right. He seems like an average three-year-old who's having problems with transitions. And right. I said, given what, what you know of what's going on between you know the fathers in this situation, could some of this just be related to that? And he said no he is very much like an average three-year-old now yeah he goes i never would have expected it when i met him in november that's so good though but that's so good it is good yeah it is good it (laughs) is really good but then you see what's been happening since since thursday night last week yeah and you're like you know and i've asked him what's wrong what's bothering you and he thinks, but he doesn't say anything. And he can't right. express himself really well. He yeah. just doesn't know what to say. Right. 
you know, um, and basically this started a couple of weeks ago. He, he, when, when my ex got served, so the exchanges, um, being that he has a problem with transitions, it was assumed that we would be exchanging him in the parking lot, one car right. to the other. Yeah. What my ex was doing from the beginning was dropping him off early at the at the other preschool. So then he would start breakfast or a puzzle or something, and I would show up to take him to therapy. Mm. And it got documented at both the preschool and with um, the therapist that he was having a problems in the transitions there. Yeah. And B, it was translating to the same session for therapy in the morning. And so um, I, I kept asking our parent coordinator to do something and she wouldn't force it. And he would say it was because I was abusing him at the exchange, which never happened. And then suddenly in early April, he started exchanging him in the parking lot. Huh. I guess is because he was he was about to file contempt, and his lawyer probably warned him, "You better be doing everything right if right. you're going to be doing." It. Yeah. And and then <laughs> that coincided with seven weeks of phenomenal like sessions, huh. like many without issue. Even if there were issues, they were minor. For right. the most part, every once in a while I'd have a bad day, but who doesn't? And then he got served and I show up at the preschool and he's not there, my ex. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm not late. I go to the door and there's my, both my kids are now crying. I, I'm like, what's going on? Um, one, uh, the other one arrived crying. No one exactly knew why. Right. Um, the my other one was upset because they were about to feed him breakfast and didn't know I was coming to get him. And it's like, why? I mean, I know why. Right. But it, it's just, do you not? I mean, I know there's no care what happens to him, so it doesn't matter. And no. so then he has a bad ABA session, and the week is all over the place. It's inconsistent, which hadn't happened for seven weeks. Um, our parent coordinator comes back because he delayed paying her. And I, <laughs> I raised the issue to her. And then he claims that he's following my directions, which isn't true. And he, he demands I pay because I'm I'm insane and I'm making things up. And she basically ignores all that and says, you need to go back to exchanging in the parking lot. And so he then says, it can't be 7.30 anymore. It has to be 7.15. Okay. I get there at 7.15. I'm just like, right. I'll find something. I don't think it's best because then you, you're, you're, you're early at the other place and then you, you know, he has a pretty intense day already. We, I don't want to add to his activity necessarily. Right. Um, but okay, I don't want to argue. I get there. We exchange. This is last Tuesday. And he has a good ABA session. Good. Wednesday, same time I get there. My ex is running to his car from the preschool. Running? And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, he's in there. Like, literally like, running? It's like, I got to running literally running I'm like, <laughs> oh my god you're the one who said 715 like you said 715 not me yeah you picked it you made the death so he never thought that I, it. right so he basically didn't think that i would agree so he didn't say so he moved the time and then was mad that I made it. I think that that's probably what's happening with me too, with the 12 PM, you know, 
like trying to like fight to get it lower and the time frames and this and that. And now she's kind of like, oh shit, I've got things I could be doing. So, oh, so I'm going to present it this way, you know? Oh, why don't you take them at one? Why don't you take them? You know, like it's just, it's, it's such a shit show all the time. It's just, it's just, just to fight, just to compete, just to be the best, like just to win. Like they don't really think about the consequences. They just, they just want to win in the moment. That's it. Right. Right. And so that happened all last week. And then she was like, she said to me, she called me and she was like, you know, first she said she didn't want to say anything to him because he would get defensive. Right. And I basically sent an email to her and I said, now we're not making decisions that are best for our kids because she put in the same email. I know it will be tough for him, for my son. Right. But, you know, I said, so because of the reaction we fear from my ex, we're now putting my son into situations that we know cause him to have degraded therapy and cause his well-being to be a problem. Like, then this process no longer works if that's what we have to do. Yeah. And so she called me and, you know, talked to me about it. And she was like, you know, can you get there earlier? And I go, the goalposts will keep moving. Right. So what's the point? It doesn't matter. That's I it. Said, I said, honestly, I said, he picked 715. Suddenly that's not okay a day later. Yep. It, it, that it will never end it will always and then and then he'll go back to 7 30 yep. and you my son needs consistency correct I, said, I don't care what the i don't care that he's in therapy actually there's not a three-year-old on the planet who wants inconsistency correct yeah <laughs> it's even worse for him yeah currently but even my other one wouldn't deal with that well I go, this isn't okay. And, you know, it has to be set in stone what the time's going to be. That's simple. I go, there's not any employer that if you said, I can get there at this time because I'm court ordered to exchange my son at this time, they're not going to fire him. Right. Like, and if you were afraid of being late to work, it wouldn't be two minutes that you are trying to get out early for. It would be five or 10 minutes. Yeah. Like no one thinks, because one traffic light, you'd be toast. Yep. He's, it's just a game. And so then she asked me other things. She asked me about contempt and I told her that he lied and said that she ordered me. And she goes, I didn't. I go, I know that, but you know, how could I prove that? Right. They believed them. And so she's, she told me to let my lawyer know, which I did, that she wants to write a statement of facts for the revision. Good. And I go, it is good. And I said, you know, he's going to say you're biased because I, I'm just giving facts. If right. the facts don't line up what he said, that's his problem. Yeah. But it does become issues. So then, and she, she asked me, um, you know, um, another thing that really bothered me, she she said, have you ever thought of parallel parenting? Do you know what that is? Um, I've heard of it. So I'm not familiar. It, it's as if, in some ways, some of what I've heard from your wife that you've told is like she's doing it. Like the, the home she might She might have actually been the one that said parallel parenting to me. So... What you described with, with the homeschooling, that is parallel parenting. That you do what you have to do. Now, homeschooling is a really bad thing to do it with. If right. you're trying to, but yeah. that situation is basically it. I do what I'm going to do. You do what you do. And that's it. Yeah. And, but then she keeps saying that she wants to co-parent, co-parent, cohesive, cohesive co-parenting. And, so, you know, and then it's, and then it's like, you know, she wants to buy all these extra curriculum, you know, extra curriculum and doesn't want the books to go back and forth between homes, but, you know, wants to keep buying extra curriculum. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's a, it's a shit show. And I mean, at this point, I'm really nervous that the, the child's 
uh, lawyer isn't going to see it that way because of the fact that this was the agreement, you know, homeschooling was the agreement. So when we first, you know, right. decided to, to do schooling and to pull them out of it because I had a change of heart is how they would see it. Um, um, so I, I can see your point there because we had discussed him being the stay-at-home dad until the kids were old enough to tell us what was going on at, right. at daycare or preschool. Yeah. Like just, we could afford it. It right. seemed like the right thing to do. And so that became what they, they, I don't know. He seemed to ask for something different that she didn't agree with. And so she wrote it in, in the recommendations that were adopted by the court that they had to start preschool at, at two and a half. Mm. And I actually, he apparently had said something about three or something. And she basically was like, no. And so I think she used our discussions ahead of time against him in this case. Gotcha. She wanted, she didn't believe, she put parental guidance classes in her GAL report form. Good. She didn't believe that it was best for the kids. Yeah, yeah. To be taught by him. Right. So I, I think that in your case, I would hope that they would agree to test your kids. Because they did, they did agree to test them. So that but, would be the. But it's a at home test. So it can be done by looking things up in the book. It could, she could be standing there with them and feeding them answers for all I know. So what? I mean, I've done the at home tests for placement testing before with right. my son and I made sure that he did them correctly, but this was when he was like in fourth grade. Now he's in seventh grade. Right. Um, you know, and there were things that on there that he didn't know. And I'm like, well, then, you know, if you don't know, I mean, you can take a guess, you know, or like try to use deductive thinking and try to figure it out. But like, you know, if I'm not there to, to, to help, I mean, yeah, she could be looking it up on her phone while he's doing this timed test. So, yeah. so does, is there any way that, that the test can be given like in a, by somebody neutral, else? A neutral setting? Yeah, neutral person in a neutral setting. Maybe, maybe. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess we still have a couple more weeks for, for the school year to be playing out here. Um, I mean, I was going to kind of try to like subtly purchase the test and do it with him you know mm -hmm. kind of like the court the court order says that it needs to be done she seems to drag her feet about everything so we'll i would just kind of just proactively do it you know and then submit the test scores you know she knows it needs to be done she hasn't done it so i'll just do it like that's kind of my plan and and because i i know that i'm gonna let him do what he needs to do and i'm not going to sit there and, and and coach him on it right you know right. so right. that's my idea <laughs> that was that, that was kind of what i was thinking because i don't think i think she's going to think that we'll forget about it or it'll just get swept under the rug and and you right. know it's just one more thing that won't get brought up again hopefully if if she's not sharing if she's making it difficult to share curriculum hopefully right. the court and the lawyer for the kids that which they call GAL here, um, would see that as not a, a workable way forward. Right. Um, I, I hope. Fingers you know, crossed. Um, yeah. Um, the, so like, um, that's like basically it. So then my parent coordinator said, brought up the parallel parenting. And it, I said, that doesn't work with three-year-olds. Right. Like, and she goes, but he doesn't answer you. And I go, but don't I need to try? I mean, I can't control what he does. Yeah. Am I supposed to just abandon trying to get answers for my kids? Yeah. You know, I go, I, that doesn't seem right. And so that bothered me. And it bothered me when she, you know, 
at first didn't want to make the decision because he might be defensive. And then the next thing that bothered me was my ex, he refuses to talk to her because it slows down decision-making if you have to keep answering through email. It's a game, um, but you can't force them. And so then he also gets angry if she talks to me because we're going back an email, not getting anywhere. She knows I'll talk to her. Right. So she gets concerned over the fact that she talked to me when she asked to talk to me and suggests that I pay fully for, 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 for most of the time on uh, Thursday. Mm. And I, I was caught off guard. I should have just said no, that that's not okay. Because back in March, he forced her to spend hours verifying that the doctors and the school district and ABA that everyone believed that my son should start the um, school district program for preschool and that he had to by his birthday because I was lying about all of that needing to be done. And she investigated and found out that everything I said was accurate. The right. statement did it. All the doctors had said yes. He had the reports. He was there. He knew all this information. It wasn't new. And I complained and said that it's ridiculous that I have to pay for this. Yeah. And she made me, she said, nope, you guys have 50-50. So after she said all this to me, I kind of felt like it was really unfair that I was asked to do this. Basically because we're, we don't like his reaction. Right. And so I sent her an email this morning that basically said at the point, and because she, she can provide information to the court anytime she wants. And so I said, at the point decisions are being, are, are being thought up to avoid his defensive reactive volatile reactions, the point we're asking the other parent to pay more out of fear of a reaction, and at the point we're suggesting parallel parenting because one parent is refusing to co-parent even though we're court ordered, shouldn't right. the court be told? Right. Like, <laughs> isn't it time to tell the court what's going on? Yeah. You know, and it's not that I want to change parent coordinators because I'm trying to get sold decision-making which would eliminate a lot of that. But, um, and it will just cause more delays with him. Yeah. But I mean, this can't, this is not sustainable the way we're, we've been running the last couple of weeks. No, no, it's not sustainable at all. <laughs> and the thing is, is I didn't threaten any, I was very careful not to threaten, right. um, you know, just say, this is what I think. I have a way of making the court known. I have a lawyer. It's not like, you know, I don't have yeah. a way, but it would be right. better if she felt that she should do that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, basically where it is. What's that? That's basically where it is. Okay. Good. Well, I think that that, <laughs> that was, that was a good amount of time, you know? So um, I feel like uh, I think we're, yeah, a little over what, a little over an hour. Um, just, just a couple minutes over, I think. Yeah, no, I think I think that was I I think that that brought us up to to speed. I think there was a lot of really good information in there too. You know, just even the parallel parenting and and talking about that. I've never even I I totally forgot about that. So um, I it's think there's a lot of really good... something that is done with older kids, right? Because they're right. more independent. Correct. We're trying to toilet train our kids, like no. Yeah, you need to be on the same page a little bit more right now, for sure. And it's just not going to happen. Right. So. Um, it's not going to, right? but that's why I think the court should know that. 
Correct. From yeah. her, not me. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. We'll see. We'll see what happens with mine too. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't, I've had like maybe two conversations via email with, with the, the child's lawyer. Like, you know, it's still very, I mean, I haven't even had to physically sit in court for any of my sessions Wow. or, or even be on the calls. It's all just between the lawyers. She's not on the call. I'm not on the call. It's all between the lawyers. And then the lawyers called the clients and then discuss what happened. So like, we're not even privy to the actual, you know, thing. They're just like, go, 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 go. Like, let's just make it as fair as we can. Well, he now doesn't have a lawyer. At the time we both had lawyers, the problem with him was that he caused so many problems. Right. He also has an unlimited supply of money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the big issue. And I did all this myself once I realized that during the divorce and it worked out, but what's going on now, I, I can't, Hey, I, I don't have the time. Like, yeah. I mean, you, you tell me the things that are going on with you and it's just like, Holy cow. My brain is just like spinning. Like there's so many things happening, so many moves being made, you know? It's, it's, but it's, it's like the stuff with 750, like it's chaos created by him. Right. But you're being super proactive. Like you're doing, like you're so strong in like your stance and like setting boundaries and guidelines and like knowing what's going on. Like I mean, you've had to have done a ton of research over a lot of the things that 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 is going on with him at this point. Um, I don't know. I commend you on on <laughs> on you. being so strong. Like, do you have a strong support system? You know, I, I do. I have a lot of I have a lot of friends. Okay. You know that I've and they're understanding. They're they're not yeah. like you know demeaning or just kind of like oh I would do blah blah blah. This is bullshit. Like no. Um. So one of my good friends who's actually in a circle of friends yeah um, is a psychiatrist is a has a master's in psychology oh wow yeah she'd even she she and i talked last week and she said to me she was in um china when i was there yeah Um, and her and i actually worked together some of the time we were there and we were roommates for some of the time i was there um and she said to me that when the last place we lived was far out from like i lived downtown mostly right 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 so yeah so isolating the the isolating moving you out right and And she she, and she noticed it and she mentioned it she said to me that she she did wonder she was honest she said to me i gotta tell you when you guys moved to the last place you guys were at I wondered if there was something going on, but there was nothing that I saw per se. Right. But just was like, to me, it was a red flag. And I said, you're right. <laughs> but I had no, no idea what was going to happen. Right. Um, and I said, the move to Seattle, definitely, because I could have gotten a job in Portland much easier. Right. And you know, he contrived a story that he was going to apply to UW then didn't after I got the job. Right. And I said, there's no doubt that that was done on purpose. Yeah. Because I have so many friends in Portland. Right. Um, so, you know, he, he's dangerous. Yeah. He is. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I, I don't know, but um, he is dangerous. Um, he doesn't have the, the good thing on the danger part is that he doesn't have control. So he's not very good at hiding, um, his anger towards me. He, he couldn't at right. trial. It's in the divorce findings. His animus towards me was written in the divorce findings. Good good by the judge um so i don't go ahead psych evaluation i don't know that he can um beat it i don't i don't know that he can beat the psych evaluation i hope not 
I hope not. I don't know. I don't know what exactly a psych evaluation. We'll have to see. But, yeah. Um, yeah. My my internet is seeming to be a little choppy. Like your words are like kind of slowing down a little bit anyway. So it's probably probably fine. You know, it's probably a good time then. <laughs> but um, I want to I want to keep staying in touch though. I, I mean, I want to keep Absolutely. following your story. You know. I think yeah, I think it's important. You know. So. Yeah, I mean, keep me updated. I think maybe even like, I don't know, maybe like every three weeks, a month. I mean, like, I mean, you know, usually court happens about a month, you know, like it's like takes forever. No, yeah, court hearings take a while. Um, Mine's like yeah. every month. Should it, it's, you're in your divorce though, right? It's kind of all in one. I'm kind of, we're kind of going through the Supreme Court. So it's kind of like, we kind of skipped a lot of the family court bullshit. Proceeding. Oh, did you? Yeah. How'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> My lawyer. Really? So you're in the, the state Supreme Court? I don't know if it's the state. I know it's, it's, it's the county, maybe Supreme Court or the city. Or Superior. Superior? Um, I don't know. I just know it's Supreme Court. Of Interesting. Some sort. But wow. I, I, I basically we're just kind of doing it all at once. So we're doing the, the, you know, the custody, the, you know, the visitation, like everything, like all kind of, you know, together. And so then my, my, my judge is kind of like no nonsense. She's just kind of like, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. I want it done in this time. You guys figure out the agreement. Talk to your client. You talk to your client. This is where I want it to come to. If you can't come to a decision. You know, I'm going to look at all the evidence and I'll make a decision from there as to what's fair. You know, so try to figure it out. If you can't, um, I'll weigh in. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. The other the other interesting thing that happened was um, we now have the same judge assigned by the chief judge on the court. Yeah. For everything. Mm. Like they made that. They changed some of the judges from some of the hearings yeah. and put it all under one. It would okay. seem the court believed that we should be under one judge now. And is that judge seeming to get a bigger, better picture? Haven't met him yet. I uh, haven't met him yet, but it would have the benefit that you don't run into, I don't know anything about this case. Right. 100%. Right. 100%. It's, I think, right. It, I mean, over time, usually like, you know, especially from a third party vantage point, they're going to start to see what's going on you know, anybody with a logical brain is going to start to see what's, what's happening here. You know, you need, you need, you need that. You need some kind of stability with, with the same judge for sure. So um, yeah, I know I have the same judge for all my stuff. So um, anyway, yeah, I've got, I've got food waiting for me and everything else too. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you everyone for listening. I will try to send an update out as soon as I can um, going forward. And I really appreciate everyone's emails, their support. Um, and I will speak to you guys soon. Have a great day. <laughs>